Welcome to Kitchen Table Conversations, a series of short and shareable conversation starters for those of us who have or love and support people with a complicated and beautiful brain. Here's your host, Angela Geddes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Kitchen Table Conversations. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I have to admit, this week has been particularly challenging for me to decide what area I focus on. I guess there's just been so much going on, and I guess we also can't forget that today is the first day of summer, and um, there's lots of opportunities that come with that, lots of um you know, hopefully, things that we're looking forward to for the summer and just things tend to relax a little bit uh, during these summer months for most of us. So I hope that everyone is able to enjoy the sunshine, the warmer weather, the opportunities to be outside, and just a little reminder about how important it is for our mental health to spend some time out in nature, to get our heart rate up at least three times a week for about 30 minutes, and to do our best to kind of keep to a regular sleep schedule, even though our routines change in the summer, um, and fuel our bodies with lots and lots of water and fresh whole foods. So that would be my first little tip around keeping ourselves as healthy as we can be as we transition from spring and the busyness of the school year ending and into hopefully some more relaxing time for friends and family. So I think though that I am going to spend a little bit of time on a shameless plug. I think that many of you may already know that I have written a book And it has become just more and more blatantly clear, I think every day it becomes more and more clear as to why I did write that book and why I am um, working so hard to build capacity, to increase awareness, and to help build more inclusive service delivery systems. So it was just this week where a family member um, said to me, after her son attending one of our new groups for young adults, Um, and, you know, is involved in our services in a variety of different ways. The one caregiver said to me that our organization is the best thing that's happened to her person that she loves and cares for and their family. And that just really struck me in a way that um, obviously warmed my heart, but it also breaks my heart because this caregiver has an adult child in their early 20s and it's taken this long for them to meet with a service provider and agencies that provide helpful and relevant services for people with complicated mental health learning and complex neurodevelopmental disorders including fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. So it is things like this that make me more determined than ever to continue on with this work and to continue to share my story and to spread the word as as broadly as possible. And uh, I, you know, I'm relying on others to help me along with this because this is a really, really, really important investment that affects so many of us. Um, Actually, all of us know somebody who's been impacted by uh, prenatal alcohol exposure. We know people who have... Uh, mental health conditions. We know people and we love and support people who struggle with addictions. And we know and love people who struggle with uh, complex neurodevelopmental disorders, including autism spectrum disorder, Tourette, cerebral palsy, and certainly FASD. And a lot of these conditions are 
connected to prenatal exposures, including alcohol. So this is something that we all can do. And I will continue to um, encourage everyone because I do believe that it's up to all of us to support healthy communities and certainly to support healthy pregnancies. So I did write a book and I do think that everyone, um, I really do believe that everyone should read this book. And I know that I'm a little biased, but um you know, the book is written for people, for everyone to read, because um, it is information that applies to us all, as I said. However, I, I think it's important to recognize that, you know, I've had people who have complex neurodevelopmental and mental health conditions that have been misdiagnosed and misunderstood for years, read this book and see themselves within the pages. And, and to me, that is just so, so important. But I've also had a number of other people who said that this book is really, really important. And it's also important to note that it has now become a required read in some post-secondary educational institutions, and we are encouraging more and more. In fact, we believe that everybody in the helping profession should be imprinted with the ability to recognize that sometimes or most of the time <laughs> there's more to the story and that we need to be uh, doing a better job screening and assessing and investigating and being aware that this may not just be mental health conditions this just may not be a parenting problem it may be something way more than that so the best review that I've received from this book so far has come from an individual who did later get diagnosed um, in mid-30s with FASD after again struggling for her uh, her lifetime, you know, accessing many supports and services that just proved to be unhelpful. But what this person said to me was that she saw herself within the pages. And when she read the book, she can't necessarily remember what the book said, but she does remember how the book made her feel. And for the first time in her life, she felt like this was all making sense and that this was not her fault and that there was an explanation for her ongoing challenges and her her um, the gifts that she does have. It, 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 this book helped her to be able to better recognize and honor and appreciate all that she had and to offer herself compassion and offer the people in her circle compassion rather than um, often finding herself being fairly defensive and uh, reactive to things that were not working out well for her. So the book is called A Complicated and Beautiful Brain, and I named it that, or I titled the book that, because that's exactly what I see every single day. I see a complicated brain, I see puzzling presentations, and I see individuals and caregivers equally puzzled with what's going on. And I re I'm recognizing, again, every single day that our typical parenting strategies, our typical teaching strategies, and our typical support services do not address the needs completely. So that's why I'm on a mission to uh, continue with this awareness because this is not rocket science. Um, the groups and the services that I'm providing in my little agency in St. Thomas, Ontario is not that hard to do. Um, we just need to do things a little bit differently. So happy to be doing the work that I'm doing, happy to be able to provide training. Check out my website for training opportunities specifically for social workers and for frontline practitioners who will be better positioned to screen and identify and to support people in a really good way, even without a diagnosis. But certainly we can contribute to the assessment process that will eventually lead to an accurate diagnosis.
But I've, I've received some other pretty great reviews too. And I'm just really wanting to share that Dr. Peter Choate from uh, a professor from uh, Mount Royal University out in, in Alberta says that this is a beautiful book that allows you to pursue further information. The book is practical. It gives you pathways to do something. I absolutely love this book. And I think it's one of the best books that has hit the market regarding FASD in a very long time. And what's really, really cool to me is that he recommended my book along with um, What Happened to You by Dr. Bruce Perry and by Oprah Winfrey. And so I know this sounds really, really silly, but I continue to reach out to both Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey with the hope that they can um, also include um complex neurodevelopmental disorders that do result from prenatal alcohol exposure and how intertwined those are when we talk about trauma-informed approaches um, and supports that are helpful for, for people who experience adverse childhood experiences. So I think that together we can do like amazing things. So if anybody has a direct route, please let me know. But I've also heard other things, you know, loving this book, such an honest, well-researched and concise look at how FASD diagnosis impacts those affected, their families, and those who provide services and support. Thank you. And that's from Amarellis, who's an educational assistant. Uh, Mary Cunningham says that Angela's book summarized all the different things that you've been hearing about FASD research and success for people with FASD together all in one place. Although FASD is not fixable, it is highly supportable when brain-based interventions and supports are started early in life and kept in place as needed for life. I would recommend this book. And Nancy Lockwood, who is an FASD consultant and educator, says, Finally, a book about FASD that will equip families, professionals, and frontline workers to better understand, appreciate, and support individuals affected by prenatal alcohol exposure. Angela has written a book that equips us with facts about FASD, including ways that it can present itself across the lifespan, and why we all need to care about this complex lifelong medical disorder. And Jeff Noble states, if only this book had existed when I started my FASD journey. Angela has put together the information in such a way that it is not only understandable, but it's very actionable. He mentions the, um, the helpfulness of the QR codes and the direct links and the resources that included throughout this book. So obviously, this is really honoring for me to hear such positive reviews of this labor of love, I suppose, that, that I've undertaken. Um, but again, you know, this, this is a shameless plug, but it's really not about me. This is about the people that I support every single day. I was just at a business meeting this week because we are looking at expanding our services and maybe getting you know, different space and uh, just to be able to continue to augment what it is we're already doing. Um, uh, clearly, the need is great. The referrals continue to come in on a, on a daily basis, actually. Um, so we are, you know, I was at this business meeting and I was trying to explain very passionately what it is we're trying to do. And just, you know, there's three women in in the meeting along with me and all of whom sat there with their jaws dropped with the statistics that I was able to share with the need with the work that I'm doing we're doing um, and 
just learned so much. And every time I talk about this, there's people that continue to be so surprised around the prevalence rates, the the impact of alcohol um, even on pregnancies and how many pregnancies are unplanned and how those early weeks really do matter. So we have a lot to talk about and, um, and I'm going to keep on going. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope that you have a lovely day on this first day of summer. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, please feel free to share. If you have any ideas or suggestions for me or topics, uh, areas of, of interest, please uh, send me a note. Uh, you can reach me directly through, through uh, my website. So um, again, with many thanks, Angela. <laughs>